creating cultural awareness and understanding. This is Culture Click. Culture Click is written and produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Today on Culture Click, we are joined by former KQAL program coordinator Terry Tenseth to talk about her latest venture, the Mother Loaf. The Mother Loaf isn't just about tasty home-baked bread. It's baking for a cause. It's an opportunity for Terry to give back to the community by helping others. The slogan on the Mother Loaf's website is, Take me to your kneader. Well, we have the Mother Loaf's kneader and leader with us today. I'm Bill Stoneberg. Stick around as we talk bread with Terry Tenseth on Culture Click. Well, welcome. Thanks. It's been a while. <laughs> Did you miss me, Winona? <laughs> Winona, you probably have missed her. Uh, today on Culture Click, we have Miss Terry. Well, you went by Terry Tenseth on the, on the air, air, right? The iteration, right? Yeah. Was like way better if I'm saying that word yeah, correctly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the T's and the, the T-T. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. it's Terry Market, legally. Right. Is it yeah. Market or Market Tenseth? Do you guys have it hyphenated? No, we or? don't have it hyphenated. The legal name is Market. Okay, cool. It's just everybody knows me as. Right, yeah. right. So it's like you have like a, almost like a stage name or a pen name. Really. Kind of. An on-air name, I guess you'd yeah. call it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, so even on Instagram, I was like hesitant to like just go full blown Terry Market. Yeah. You know, uh-huh, and I right. was like, it. Yeah, <laughs> just keep I'll using the it right. I'll it's it almost out. it's it's kind of fun. It's like you. It's like a character almost. Right. It is. Yeah, it is. For sure. A real life character. I live 24 <laughs> hours a day, seven days a week. <laughs> That's right, folks. When we go to commercials, she still exists. <laughs> It's Miss Terry Tenseth. Well, Miss or Mrs. Mrs. Market. Mrs. Market, yeah. You know, depending on if we're talking radio or your uh, social media. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But anyway, we're here to talk about your new endeavor. Well, it's not really new anymore, is it? Or kind of? I mean, in May I started baking for donations. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's called The Mother Loaf. Right. And uh, you bake for donations for, like, charity, right? Basically. And, um... I mean, how did you how how did this idea start? So May you said somewhere well, around? so like I took a so class, long. a sourdough class from Britta McColl, who runs Castle Rock Sourdough in Fountain City, mm-hmm. right? Like she built a commercial bakery off the side of her house and was offering um, classes. And I'm a person that when something frustrates me, I'm going to do it again until, like, I correct the process, uh you know? Nice. So I had so many questions for her, and I felt like I was bombarding her. But she was so excited to talk about sourdough um, that she answered all my questions. She's like, would you like to come to the bakery and help me? So I've been kind of mentoring underneath her. Nice. Oh, cool. Like a baker apprentice. Pretty much. I love it. So, like, on Wednesdays I'll go – early and i'll help her um cut loaves like you have to weigh and measure them out you know because she's monitoring you know making sure things are dispersed correctly you mm-hmm. can do your calculations for business better that way okay need, sure right yeah yep. um and then we'll form the loaves and get them ready for final proofing and then she'll bake them that night so i mean okay. we'll crank out it's over a hundred while i'm there so oh, like wow. just you know different dough types and we're working with Dang. them and she, i've learned a lot from her uh-huh. i've also learned that like different countertop surfaces she works with stainless steel i have a marble countertop at home a little mobile one uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, and it's different. Right. Oh, <laughs> and interesting. And consisting is different. And you're like, why is this not folding right? Oh, you I know? never would have like, thought about that. Yeah, because wow. temperature is different on different surfaces. On different surfaces. Too. So then it changes that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was that was fun. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. I, I've worked at a, uh, two bakeries. 
And so I know very little, but a little bit, you know, but that never occurred to me. We yeah. always had, had the tables with the, like the wood with the butcher block. Oh, on that's it, great know? if you can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I would prefer to work on that, but it's, it's, wow. it's different. Like how much flour am I going to have to put down for this? And like her doughs are different than my doughs. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like right. I have different mixes. Okay. Um, she, she bakes consistently pretty much. Um, it used to be cardamom raisin and cinnamon raisin because cardamom became really expensive during okay. like COVID. Uh-huh. Um, and then she'll do jalapeno cheddar, which is great. And then she'll do um, French country bread, which is a white and a rye and a seven grain. So right. she has these core things that she knows is, are going to sell, mm-hmm. right? I'm baking for donations, so um, I people are at the whim of what I'm going to bake. Cool, you <laughs> can kind of get out there. I get then, out huh? there. I get out nice. there and experiment. Um, I've had some real failures, but then again, I just keep trying again and again and again. I've I've had ended up creating a lot of original recipes or like hack jobs of other recipes and modifying them, mm-hmm. you know, to make them work for me. Um, there's some people out there on the interwebs, so to speak, or on social media that are just uh, they blow me away with what they're making. With their bread, yeah, really? oh, it's just, yeah, like they're they're wow. how they're able to score a loaf, meaning put the design in there. You know what I mean? They call it bread scoring. Right. Yeah. No. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about, but it's funny. Like, oh, I scored a loaf last night. Yeah. You know, I scored eight loaves. Yeah. <laughs> Over the weekend, it was busy. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you do over the weekend? Yeah, scored some scored loaf. a few loaves, you know. Drop some loaves off. <laughs> I dropped a loaf. You know, oh. like, like <laughs> it's you know that's a cool thing though too. It's a cool name, the mother loaf. I like that, and it's uh the need. To feed. Yeah. I like that, like eating bread. But, like, the need to feed is one thing. And then we – and John and I – you know, my husband was like, well, we need something else and we need a cool logo. Uh And I worked with um, Jose here in town. And he runs his own creative business. Pelez Creative is what it's called. Okay. And he helped me with the logo. And John wanted a sci-fi approach. He kept giving me sci-fi names over and over again. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, if you got to put up with this every weekend with me doing this or dang near every weekend and the house is covered in flour, you know, <laughs> I was like, okay, I'll take your input. And he's like, make it take me to your kneader and let's turn the loaf <laughs> into a spaceship. And I'm, right. like, I'm like, hold on, Jose, I'm going to have to ask you to change this logo again. Now I need somebody beamed up to a bread loaf. <laughs> and it needs to say, take me to your kneader. But it's feeding a need in Winona, you know. Right, but yeah. right. Well, yeah. speaking of which, maybe we should tell people like, kind of exactly what it is. Like, oh, how does the yeah. mother loaf work, you know? Like, <laughs> it works what when do you I guys want do? to. No. <laughs> um, what, what I do is I, I basically... I'll bake, and this is how it started off. I was baking bread, and my neighbor, I was just giving him the extra loaves because I was kept experimenting and pumping them out and pumping them out. He's like, you need money for this. So mm-hmm. he'd slide me some money each time for homemade bread because his mother used to make homemade bread, and he's like, I know this is a pain in the butt, you know? Right. So um, <laughs> I just started collecting the money in a jar, and John said, you know, when we get to 100 bucks, let's go drop it off at the food shelf. Nice. And so I did that. And then people kind of caught wind of what I was posting on Instagram and on uh-huh. Facebook. And they're like, well, how much? And I said, oh, it's for a cause. I don't have a legal business, right? right? Like, right. so um, it's kind of like a virtual bake sale in a way. Oh, wow. So what I would say is like, you know, uh, free will donation and I'll just keep collecting money and I'll just keep giving it to the food shelf, nice. you know? Oh, cool. And then what happened was um, some – 
Uh, Tyler Carter, who runs what's called the Wire Monkey Shop on Instagram, he makes these holders for um, the razor blades. Okay, so some call it a lame or a lame. Um, okay. It holds the razor blades. So you don't end up slicing your hands okay, while sure. you're cutting in. You know, you can hold the blade at an All angle right, to cut uh-huh. in the, the designs. He sent me $500 from a fund he has called Bakers in Need, K-N-E-A-D, okay, right. that he started, which is he's turning into a nonprofit. Um, he's helping bakers who have gone out of business or are in danger of losing their rent or their homes and giving them money so they can continue, you know, doing what they need to do and run a business. Oh, wow. You know, so he gave me $500 from that. And in the first month, within like from May 24th to June 24th, I raised like $1,000 or something with his nice. help, you know, for our local food shelf. Right. Right. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. So he really helped me spear that on. Uh-huh. So like shout out to Tyler. For doing that because it kind of gave me the encouragement to keep doing it Mm -hmm. is what it did. And then, you know, the money just kept coming in from people. And I had some people give me 50 bucks for a loaf or 60 bucks for a loaf. Wow. You know. (laughs) And then I said to my husband, I was like doing this with one oven because I can only bake one loaf at a time. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is getting to be this is getting to be a problem. You know. How, it's, oh, wait a minute. Okay, so I just want to pause for a second. So you started this in May. Uh-huh. You're baking one loaf at a time. So I'm guessing that oven's on a lot. Yeah, because you have to preheat the Dutch oven inside of it to 500 oh. degrees for about 45 minutes. And then you put the lid on for another 15. And you have a baking stone underneath that Dutch oven for the best results. You are blowing my mind right now. <laughs> so it costs Whoa. us about 100 bucks a month. To run the ovens if I'm baking for two weekends. So we had to put in another oven. So okay, I was, so I you was, do have another one. I was trolling stuff for sale. What about on the Facebook heat? For so that. you've been baking all summer. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, fun. I know a lot of people have been baking all summer. It's hot, yeah. but wow. Yeah, and you have to control the temperature. Otherwise, like that'll affect fermentation and the rise of the loaves. If I'm mixing at the same time, I've got the oven on. Oh, so, right. so yeah. that'll affect the rest yeah. of the house. Oh, for wow. people that don't know, I use natural yeast. So I'm cooking sour. I'm baking sourdough, right? Okay. Uh-huh. And it's very it's temperature sensitive. Right is what oh, it is. Yeah. So you want a consistent temperature. Um, wild yeast is just water and flour, and you build natural fer- yeast with that over a period of 12 to 14 days, and uh-huh. then you have a starter. But you have to feed that starter. Some people only do it once a day. You really want to be doing it like every 12 hours. It's kind of like a pet. Wow. You know? Oh, that's... <laughs> I never realized it was so involved yeah. like that. So when people are like, hey, can you just bang out a loaf? I'm like, no, <laughs> I can't. You know? Oh, like, how many times have I heard that yeah, before? Right, right. <laughs> it's an 18 to 24-hour process for really? me to make a loaf. For one loaf? Yeah. Wow. So what I'll do is I'll batch make. I'll mix a bunch of dough uh-huh. and like do the math for five or six loaves. Right. And then I'll either countertop proof them. Countertop proof can be anywhere from two to six hours, or I'll do a cold proof for 12 to 18 hours in the fridge. Oh, okay. And then bake it. So do you have a special fridge set aside then for all the yeah, loaves? Yeah, we, we have a smaller one, but we have our big one too. So, you know, I actually bought a, a large proofer for if this gets any bigger. Mm-hmm. You know what I nice. mean? But I can only do two loaves at a time really because of how big they get. And I want people to get a good size loaf. Right, right, right. Yeah. Wow. So, all right. So I, I also heard you say Dutch oven in there. So yeah. you're making these in a Dutch oven inside the oven? Yeah. 
It creates that, a steam environment for the bread cool. rice. Rise, so. I love, I've got a Dutch oven at home and I oh, absolutely great. love it. Like ah. we were talking earlier and I said, I'm really into outdoor cooking. Oh, and you make stuff. chili and stew in that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah fantastic. I'm, I want to attempt cornbread very soon, and there's some dessert things and baking things. You can make things. a sourdough cornbread. We're going to have to talk about yeah. baking some yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. I'm going like to have to give you some starter. Some personal tips, yeah. And you can start feeding that thing oh, that'd twice be cool. a day. <laughs> so what? So what exactly, so like I said, I'm even though I've worked in a bakery before, I'm very ignorant about how baking works. You know, like, It's a science, so I think. What, right, right. So what is it, when you say starter, what does that mean? Um, that just means wild yeast. Okay. Is what it is. Okay. So literally, it's flour and water. Um, some people have starters that they are called 100%, and some are different um, percentages of flour to water. Uh-huh. I use an, I use 100%. So like if I have my starter, right, mm-hmm. um, at night, I'm going to have to dump out, and in the morning, 80, 50 to 80% of it. And oh, then wow. I'm going to feed it equal amounts of flour and water, and then it'll double and triple in volume. Oh, wow. It'll rise back up. Okay. At the time it's around peaking is when I can go ahead and use it in water, mix it with water, and then add to the rest of the flour huh. and make a dough. Because that you, thing that makes it rise, the natural yeast, right, okay, right. Is, is your yeast uh-huh. that makes the bread, you know, rise. rise and fluffy. So, and, and people yeah. will be like, hey, how come I – Bread didn't come out right. Well, ten nine times out of ten, it's going to be the starter wasn't primed or ready oh, okay. for okay. it to work correctly or your add-ins or temperature wow. or – like one time John opened up a window in the house and things went south real quick. Oh, you know what wow. I mean? Like I while I was mixing. Sudden yeah. Sudden change so, in temperature. Yeah. So do you have like a separate room that you do everything in? Or? Uh, no, I would, we have a kitchen – that is offset of a dining room. Uh-huh. So not really, you know okay, what I mean? Right. But there, it's like an area where it's clean and sanitized. Uh-huh. My husband used to work in food service, so like okay, so he's... kind of militant about the oh, cleanliness wow. and well, sanitization that, of the surfaces. That helps out, right? And he's like, make sure you wash all the way up to your elbows. And <laughs> your first, this, is, this is your bucket for the soap water, and when that dries, here's your bucket for the bleach water, and this is what uh-huh. I want you to do. And I'm like, all right. Oh, wow. That okay. is awesome. <laughs> So it's kind of been a team effort then, huh? It is. Like, and he's my electrician. So when okay, something's right. not working with the ovens, uh-huh. like, he made the two oven thing work out. Cool. Legally in the house. <laughs> with wiring. Right, right. Like, it's all Legally, the point. Like, yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> like, who else would be like, okay, this hobby, you know, is all right. I mean, some, some people would probably be like, honey, all two right. ovens. Two ovens, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's July. Come on, babe. But, you know, yeah. like. <laughs> But, like, the fact that the supplies don't cost that much. I can go – because we have Bay State Milling in town. Mm-hmm. That's where I get my flour from. Okay, cool. Um, sometimes Great River Milling, but um, nine times out of town, you know, it's going to be Bay State Milling. Right. It primarily has been, except if there's a specialty flour or something I uh-huh. need. Um, and I can go to Z-Bell's, and I can buy okay. a 50-pound peg of flour for $14.22. Okay, And then nice. I have food-grade containers that I keep them in. Ah, there you go. Is yeah, what yeah, I yeah. do. So, okay. I mean, I've been able to save money on flour pretty well. And, right. you know, I've had extra people say, here's money for supplies. So I have a jar of just, you Ooh. know, money where people have been like, buy yourself a bag of flour. Or, oh, cool. 
or what cool. have you. And so I'm trying to keep this as local as possible uh-huh, uh-huh. at the same time. So, like, if Watkins wanted to slide me some cinnamon. Right. Wanted, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, hey, if anyone's from Watkins listening, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah I make a cinnamon <laughs> raisin, too, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, well, that's great because it's like a, a community effort then. Because, yeah. like, you're, you know, you're you're donating to uh, Winona Volunteer Services and, and uh, helping charities. And then it sounds like people are donating to you to help keep this going. And yeah, once in a grow. while, people slide me a little bit extra. That's awesome. Like, you know, my mom will be, you know, I used to get phone calls like, when are you just going to sell for yourself? Oh, wow. I was like, what yeah. do you mean, mom? I was right. like, it's COVID. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, it's COVID. I'm making sourdough. sourdough you know? <laughs> I'm doing the traditional, you know, pandemic baking here. Right. You know, let it do some, some kind of good. But, you know, the true mother is like, when are you going to make something? Right, right. When yeah. are you going to get a real job? <laughs> What's wrong with your hair? Does she ever say that? No, she actually is okay with the pink. She loves it? Yeah, cool. yeah, she does. It's a it, cool color. It makes it easier for John to find me in the grocery store, the face mask situation. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Point, like, people yeah. see me and go, that's story. Right. Oh. <laughs> So <laughs> the food shelf was doing pretty good and they've kept up. Nobody's gone away hungry. Nice. Which has been yeah, really great. Yeah. Like they've been doing well. Cool. I do get concerned because some of the major fundraisers were not able to happen this year due right. to COVID. Mm-hmm. And I want to make sure that 10 days of giving is going really, is ah, going to be yes. solid, yeah, you know, because sure. we're going to hit flu season and people might not be going out as much and mm-hmm. they might start doing the hoarding thing again. Right, so right. Um, my my concern is making sure that nobody goes away hungry yeah, because yeah. there's no excuse for that. Everybody, there's yeah. enough rich ways. How do I want to say it? There's enough money in this town to be able to help everybody, everybody else out. Yes. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And I think I think nationwide, typically, actually, yeah. there is as well, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so once this food shelf started doing well, I started calling up other places and being like, how are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know, right. and I contacted Jennifer Weaver over at the ah, History Center, nice. and she said we're okay. And I'm uh, like, okay, yeah. all right. So you yeah. know, like you, obviously the foot traffic. Yeah, yeah, it's gone it, down it, everywhere. Right, but know? they're doing well. You cool. know, but I also they when I worked here, they helped us out with the educational programs. Oh yeah, yeah, all they're the time. Fantastic, yeah. They? yeah, yeah, they are, and they've helped you out. They've helped yeah, everybody yeah. out. Yeah, little town. plug for the History Center, Center here in yeah. town. So for sure. So I did a fundraiser with them. I did one for the Winona Advocacy Center when I made a bacon gouda chive loaf, and that sold Ooh. out in like 24 <laughs> hours. Did you say gouda chive? Cheddar's overrated. That's <laughs> delicious. Yeah. So oh. like I had to use pre-cooked bacon because I wanted it to be preserved, you know. Okay. Um, and, and do something that would hold longer. But the the thing that was original with that is I have an electric cold smoker. So what I would do is after I mixed the dough and shaped it and put it in the proofing baskets, right. I put it on the smoker for 20 minutes and it would transfer the flavor over and then I do oh, a long cold proof. Cool. Yeah, so you can only two two at a time and I cranked out like 13 or 14 of those. It was like I was up till 5 a.m. Oh, wow. You know, but we raised $369 in one weekend for the Winona Advocacy Center, which helped pay for, I think it was like close to... Uh, more than eight weeks of childcare for people that go in for counseling, you know, uh-huh. services or help. Cool. Oh. And then uh, I have one coming up for Startup Winona State, which is, you know, helping um, young entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. It's an yeah, yeah. initiative here on campus with yeah. Will Kitchen. Nice. And then in November, I'll be doing something for Habitat for Humanity, probably awesome. a pumpkin loaf. Oh, Ordering is not available yet. I want sweet. for their email to go out first. Right, you right, know what I mean? Right. But on the other weeks, I'm still raising money for the food shelf. 
because awesome. that's a constant need. So. Oh, cool, cool. Well, I would just want to let everyone out there know we're talking to Terry Tenseth. Um, the Mother Loaf is uh, her bread baking business. Um, yeah, it's a cause. It's a cause. Bread baking yeah, cause. Yeah. I like that. It's a cause. cause. I yeah. like that for sure. Um, so what? You know, you mentioned a couple different flavors. What other flavors have you done? Like, oh, what kind yeah. of breads did we get into? So uh, the Gouda Bacon Chive is definitely one of the favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a uh, tomato, red bell pepper, black olive curry. I blend Ooh. my own curry. So the curry is very, like, pow, yeah. in the face. And then I add... Um, it's not an attractive name, this spice. Asphatidia, okay. I believe, is how it's pronounced. <laughs> Sounds delicious. <laughs> Would you like some? Um, it's it's a low FODMAP, uh, which means it doesn't give you GI distress for people that have Ooh, nice. FODMAP issues. Uh-huh. Like, a lot of us have sensitivities to garlic and onion. Okay. I'm one of those people. Okay. Like, you don't want to be around me for 72 uh, hours afterwards. Right. So this this spice is an Indian spice um, I believe, and it elicits that flavor profile, but you only but you use a that. tiny bit. Like oh, one cool. eighth of a teaspoon is like three garlic cloves. You know oh, what I wow. mean? Like it is potent. Ooh. So you have to like, you know, hold yourself mm. back a little bit when you do it. So I'll mix that in there. And that, that bread is a different entire mixture. Like that's got to sit for six hours once you mix it before you even start folding in the other stuff. Oh, really? So yeah. So there's that one has been a, a big uh seller. I do a turmeric, fennel, black pepper one. Mm, nice. I do cinnamon raisin. Everybody loves that. Right, right, right. Um the big one over the summer, which is a limited run due to seasonal ingredients, is uh, I use honey crisp apples with rhubarb. And brown oh. sugar and oh. another spice blend that I make. And that went off like crazy. Oh. And then people were like, why can't you do it? I was like, rhubarb frozen sucks. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, but like yeah. maybe in a like a, a bake, a different type of baked good, mm-hmm. it's okay if you freeze it. Yep. But you, when yep. you're talking sourdough and you're dealing with hydration levels, like the more water you put in, the more challenging it is to mix right. with the dough. And that know? holds it's, a lot of yeah, water. And I'm already thottles. adding sugar, so I have to subtract water and kind of like uh, feel it out right. when you're doing it. Wow. Um, um, it's, it sounds like, I mean, you, you you talked about science earlier, but it sounds like not only science, like that it's an art form, it too, is. you know? Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, and, and with that, like, I food scale everything. Everything I do is mm-hmm. food scale. It's not cups or teaspoons, really. Okay, it's cool. unless I'm like Unless I'm doing, like, cinnamon or okay, nutmeg. But something. I usually do it in grams is what I do. Okay. Huh. And then um, I do pano levan, which is just, uh, like, traditional sourdough and then this past week i did purple sweet potato um with carrots and i had to do six test runs of that i had some flat loaves i was using different flour combinations and i said screw this i'm doing it my own way and finally had success you know and i had to experiment with different potatoes because there was a store here in town that told me they had purple sweet potatoes and they were purple in and out and they weren't so I had to experiment with those, huh. and then I had to get on online to try to order these purple sweet potatoes that, are, that grow in Hawaii. Oh, dang. And um, I couldn't find anybody, and then I finally found, found a guy on Etsy, and he was able to ship them to me within two days. It cost a bit, but I definitely made more in the fundraising than what that nice. cost was. Yeah, you know, And yeah. now I'm ordering more so I can plant them. <laughs> 
Dang. So like when you do a test, when when you're testing something out like that and kind of figuring out the, working out the kinks and stuff, what do you do with those loaves that didn't quite like make it? Uh, John tastes each one just to see how the flavor profile was until I can work out the, the, the problems, you know? Right. Um, he likes to feed them to the birds, John. Okay. (laughs) You know, he and I grew up in a household where you didn't waste anything. And I'm just like, John, you can throw it out, (laughs) honey. So I've got like five loaves in my freezer right now that he wants to save for the birds. And I'm like, <laughs> you can let it go. I understand that. I think it must I be our it age too. group. It is our age like, group. You know. Listen, every Sunday we used to go to estate sales, mm-hmm. right? To right. just like kind of canvas things and find secondhand mm-hmm. things and mm-hmm. get by. Yeah. And maybe that's why I like fundraising because I understand what it's like to be uncomfortable right. and yep. not have the things you need or yep. want. You know, totally, totally. I, I, there was a time I lived in New York where I was living off of food carts and mm-hmm. my mother was sending me like food in the mail, like oatmeal squares and stuff like oh, that, wow. you know, because it was Dang, like eat yeah. or pay your phone bill yep. and your rent, yep. you know, for sure. It's an uncomfortable feeling. Yeah. 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 It sucks. And like you said, I think, you know, there is enough. Uh, um, there's no reason for anyone to go hungry. Really, really, there you isn't. Know, we we should we should be able to help each other out. And you know, we shame people for that. You know yeah, what I mean? Well, not yeah. all of us. There are people that feel ashamed, a, mm-hmm. and then there's people like, well, get off your butt and do this. But people don't understand everybody's situations. I mean, we're talking. Yeah. There's mental health issues. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just job availability issues. Mm-hmm. There's health issues. Right. There's right. trying to take care of your kids. Well. <laughs> there's trying to take care of your kids during covid and you can't go to work right you know so what are you supposed to do yeah exactly and then you have to feed those kids you know you're probably going to need some purple sweet potato uh, sourdough bread right here you're going to need the funds from it is that that the one (laughs) i saw one online that was kind of purple that was it yeah yeah it's like those are so vibrant you think they're fake it looked but they're no they're not for some reason i was thinking it might be strawberry (laughs) yeah i could see that you know we did food color a loaf when we had the regular sweet potatoes we're like worst case scenario Oh, and that I'm one like, worked out. Was that for the horrible. birds? It, yeah, that's definitely <laughs> all natural stuff, but like all natural stuff. But yeah, I was like, not, no, no. <laughs> no, everything tasted good, but I was like, why are these turning out flat? And, it's, oh. you know, that was really frustrating until mm-hmm. I got it right. right so, right. yeah, some of the sugar content on regular sweet potatoes versus the ones, um, the purple ones, I'm probably going to mispronounce it. Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to try. Uh. Um <laughs> Insult somebody by saying something wrong. Right. Um, they have a different sugar type content to them and they were very wet. So, I mean, like trying to form the dough well felt like a big sloppy mess no oh, matter wow. what I did, you uh-huh. know. And I tried, it was just, yeah, it was maddening. Like, and at one point, my husband's like, Are you going to make it? <laughs> like, oh. oh, wow. That's so, fighting words. <laughs> so, you, you also said you mix, like, you'll mix a, a big batch, right? Yeah. Like, do you yeah. have like a, industrial no, mixer no, at home no, or how it's do you me. really yeah so if i make four loaves of pano levon and i'm beating up the dough four is my max okay in okay. one batch uh-huh. because that dough you actually pick up and slap oh wow around so uh-huh. there's a lot of shoulder 
um, rotation right, happening. Right. Um, that's about 10 pounds. And those, yeah, those not light. No. You know? Other ones, you just, you know, you take it and you spread it out and you fold it fold over it or do what we call coil folds where okay. fold it up on top of each other. No big deal. Right. The, the So I can do like six. Six is the max okay. that I've really done. Okay. And I have huge food grade containers that I'm doing this with. And John will hear me go, oh, savvy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a weightlifter and I'm like, oh, right, <laughs> right. Oh, wow. So, I mean, like, but the Pano Levon, I can't go past four. It just doesn't, uh-huh. you know, and it doesn't mix well by hand either okay. once you get past a certain okay. point. That's too much to mix right. by hand. Like, if you go to Britta's place, she's got an, an industrial Hobart 30 okay. quart mixer. Cool. You know what oh, I mean? Wow. Like, I would die for that, uh-huh. you know? Right. 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 Um, we don't have uh, commercial grade wiring. <laughs> ah, right, right. And you need right. to, like, then you're, like, looking at a business license mm-hmm. and, you know, all, all other complicating factors. You know, if somebody has a phase one 30 quart mixer hit me up <laughs> uh, that means it'll work with traditional wiring hey you never know <laughs> you know, you know? <laughs> like let me know <laughs> <laughs> it's not that i'm lazy nobody is it's just i only have two hands but it right <laughs> and it's just it's fun to get more gear right you know yeah oh john and i love big kitchen equipment because oh, cool. he worked in you know right, yeah, yeah, yeah he worked yeah. in kitchens and so like yeah. you know we all get a little teary-eyed when we see large mixers mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. for him and yeah I, for yeah. sure well, and now, sadly, now is probably a good time to pick some of that Actually, stuff up. Actually, even know? the uh, even the warehouses for restaurant equipment, you know, places mm-hmm. are auctioning off stuff. Oh wow! Like, Dang. and so I mean, that's very telling. Ooh. When a pizza restaurant, when you see pizza restaurants go under, you're like, yeah. how does that happen? Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, like, it's it's you know. I, I look for Britta. If she's looking for something, she'll be like, FYI, I'm on the lookout for this. So if mm-hmm. you say something, because I'm trolling auction sites for like rolling racks or, you right. know, things that are completely, you know, that will work in our household. Yep, you know, like right. I would love a stainless steel surface too, or a mm-hmm. large butcher block or oh. something like that. If it's within driving distance or costs under a hundred bucks to ship, then it's something mm-hmm. I might consider. Cool. Cause like yeah. everybody thinks I got this. I've had people say, I want to come and tour your kitchen. <laughs> I like open up my door and be like, Here's a Dutch oven. <laughs> so, here's here's Dutch an oven. oven. Here's two, here's two starters. I'm sure that looks weird. You know? <laughs> and here's me. Right. I'm the mixer. That's right. There you go. You know? <laughs> Made by hand. Yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So. You know? And that's the thing. You can. There's so much you can do if you just have the, uh, the motivation and the inspiration. You know? Yeah. Really. I well, mean, and I've been doing food photography for my, you right. know, for what I do for a living. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a social media manager, but I'm also a content creator and content mm-hmm. manager, yeah. and I work for a food-related business. Yeah, yeah. And so I've had to learn um, how to food fluff, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. I've had yeah. to learn how to plate things. I've had uh-huh. to learn lighting and right. design for that, whereas, you right. know, you and I both come from photojournalistic mm-hmm. background. Kind of it was a big switch. Not gonna lie. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah to do the advertising, yeah, yeah, to do um, to do uh, little, uh, product photography is its own beast, right? And then food photography is a whole separate other thing. Oh, I mean, I usually you have a food stylist, and uh-huh. then they'll position it for you, and then you'll take the shot. Oh wow! But when you're doing it all yourself, you got to wear all those hats, right? Don't you? With yeah. bread, it's a lot easier. When I'm doing soup or something, you got to put marbles in the bottom and make the ingredients float up to the top. It's just like oh, interesting. Yeah. Like, oh, I never thought of that. Don't That's, eat that, John. Right. <laughs> Does that ever happen? Does he come in and, and take a bite of something? No. It's like, oh, no, no. He, he usually asks first. We've learned that lesson. 
<laughs> you'll be like, are you done with it now? You know, and there's only a shelf life. Like, I might have something that's just been out too long and I've had to reheat it, it with is, a heating yeah. gun uh, or something like that, yep, you know, yep. and I'll be like, do not eat this. Yeah. But the other extra, I may go ahead and eat that, right. you know, because you make backups, <laughs> you know what I mean? You make backups <laughs> is what you do. But well, it's, it's funny. Uh, there's a lot of weird things you do to food oh, I bet. when you're photographing right? it. Yeah, right? yeah, right? yeah. Thankfully, right. not with bread. <laughs> So yeah, John. John's John's very careful, and he asks first, and I'll tell him when I'm done with right. the food shoot, and he can eat it. You know, oh cool, if he likes it. Oh, yeah, I, awesome. I try not to have personal hangups if he doesn't like what I have to cook for work. So so if you when you're making bread and you're uh, he's he's tasting it for the 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 flavor profile and stuff. Is does he ever like? He's a snob. Not he, he'll one. let me know. Really? Yeah, he oh, is. Okay. He's a food snob, but I expect him to be cool because he worked in. So food. you get a good, honest opinion. I do. And then you, yeah, okay. I do because he's always looking at it as client and marketing back. You know, okay. John actually has nice. a business in IT degree. Oh, um, cool. For his bachelor's. Ooh, good combo. And then his master's program was environmental health and safety risk control. So, oh, wow. yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So he, he understands in having work in kitchens, he understands what's good and bad. Uh-huh. I have a different slight taste profile because of the years of dieting and having to work for a health food company that helps people with diets. I have a different palate built up for what I consider is okay. tolerable. Right, right. You know, yeah. because like once you start having to use alternative ingredients, mm-hmm. your your profile changes a little yeah, bit. So, yeah. but I still know what tastes good. Right. You know what right, I mean? And right. ever since getting out of that mode, you know, like I just need a backup. And right. then I have the neighbors too. So oh, cool. Cool. I'll, I'll be like, do you want a slice of this? Okay. Tell me what you think. You know, so I mean, like, I've got a good pool oh, of people around me. Your neighbors must love they you. They love me. You want some of this bread? Uh, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> I God. I scored a loaf neighbor, this weekend. Yeah, score. And, like, my um, Earl, our neighbor, will be, like, handed over. You know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. But are they ever knocking on your door? Hey, you got any bread? No, no. I just call them. We have a system set up. Cool. I call them when it's ready. We meet in the driveway and we do a handoff. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. So that's, that's how that works. Now everybody's going to want to move next door. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Are you going to have people? just hanging out at the end of your driveway waiting like yeah <laughs> you know here for the free samples that's why i go to the grocery store you know for the free samples and that's not happening now you right know? yeah I that mean, doesn't like, happen like, anymore no, no. so i just don't go yeah they're not even happening you know? at the farmer's market right. so i mean for safety but you know it is. Oh, there's some yeah. stores that are skirting the line in town but oh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding <laughs> oh well it has been awesome to have you back here Thanks, you know yeah um for those of you who don't know uh terry used to be me i that's right i was called they called me the new terry for the first year no I worked here. yeah the hazing. Yeah. they oh, called me the new terry hazing. and they're like it's gonna last for one year and sure enough after a year they're like okay now you can be you oh, it's <laughs> nice to know i was missed yeah <laughs> oh totally totally <laughs> Oh man, man! And I used to work for you as a student. Yes, you when did. I was a student. Oh, we such had so fun. much fun. Yeah, so much fun. You know, like oh, going man. to places, meeting people, and you Maybe. guys loved what you were doing. As far as I could tell, right? Oh yeah, oh, it was fantastic. It was you and Lisa Ostrander? Yep, Lisa Ostrander and um, Brianna, else. Brianna Clapper. Yep, yeah, yeah. married photographer, yeah. artistic person. Mm-hmm. Yep, totally. Yeah, oh, good those were good days. Oh, those yeah. were good days. Damn you, Google. Google. <laughs> we got lost one time. Google really screwed us over trying to get to Mary Solberg's place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, those were fun little trips. I liked doing the video stuff. Like yeah, that. That was it was. 
I don't good. do it because I'm too old to carry gear around. Oh, so. those cameras are so heavy. Now you can just use a DSLR. I know. I know. Yeah. I still have all the footage backed up on a drive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you want it, come get it. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <laughs> I don't want to see myself in the past, let alone tomorrow. You know, so... <laughs> Oh, well, how cool. How cool. The mother loaf. So you said um, you do have an upcoming fundraiser, right? I will just Um, say towards the end of October, watch the website because I'm going to have one for Startup Winona. And Bacon Gouda Chive will be making a reprise. Ooh. Ooh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. (laughs) So how do we... um, how do people find out about the like, motherloaf.com. beyond that motherloaf.com? Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool, yeah. cool. I know I saw you on Facebook, right? Um, yeah, so cool. I love it, and I love Thanks. all the baking that's happening in the uh, uh, just the I think there's a renewed sense of community and locally there produced is. things, you know. I, so, and I think that people are trying to do things that make themselves feel self sufficient, yeah. And there was yep. a quote, you know, a friend of mine. Um, Sarah, she's she's working to become like a firefighter EMT type person, nice. really inspirational. Um, she sent me an article via Instagram from a psychologist or so um, or sociologist mm-hmm. that said that you know in times of panic, we turn to like candle making or bread making or ah. canning because it's something certain and it makes us feel self fulfilled and independent. Right, right. You know, like, so like there's a lot of hashtags like pandemic baking or COVID mm-hmm, baking or right. baking therapy. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think. You, you did see a huge sourdough craze. Yeah. And that yeah. kind of coincided with the bread shortage. Do you remember when it was hard yep. to buy a real loaf of bread? Yeah. I was like, really? Yeah. Yeah. Of all the things. <laughs> like, you know, you know I, like the toilet paper thing, that too. And then for a while there, we had a paper towel crisis. Yeah. Like, yeah. but people like to do things that make them feel like I can survive this. Right, right, right. And I can take care of myself. I can take care of myself, you know? right? Yeah, yeah. And so I look at that as like, I can take care of myself, but I can take care of other people too. Mm-hmm. I think it's our job to take care of our communities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And each other. Yeah. If you're able to, like if you're tapped out with your kids and everything, I totally get that. Like I would not want to be a parent right now. And hats off to anybody who is. Yeah. Because I don't know how you're doing it. Yeah. So I just want to, you know. Home all the time. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. The rugrats. Yeah. So, (laughs) I mean, like, but if you have the ability to help your community, Mm -hmm. I really think that's what we're all here to do. Yeah. Yeah. I think so, too. You know, lift each other up. Yeah. You know. Because there's enough nastiness. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Oh, (laughs) 2020 has shown that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a year. What a year. But, yeah, definitely. Um, Do you have, what if, so, like I said, I don't know much about baking. Right. If I want to get into it, um, oh, where should yeah. I start? Like, where can I like? Honestly, learn? YouTube is amazing. Yeah, um, you yeah. know, a Teresa or ter- I think it's Teresa Greenway of Northwest Sourdough. She has a bunch of YouTube classes on there and how to start your own starter. Okay. Uh, I think she even has a PDF you can download for free. Oh, cool. Um, I've been using Udemy and uh, for a lot of things. Okay. Like they have ten dollar classes, and she's on oh. she's on Udemy as well too. Okay. Um. Instagram's been really helpful too. Like you can reach out to some of your favorite bakers and be like, "What are you doing?" Oh, cool. <laughs> like, um, so that that's kind of a tight knit community, or just mm-hmm. ask a question in their comments and right. see if they respond. Um, there's also like it was called Blueprint, but it's going back to I think Craftsy or something like that. I have um, 
I have a class that I keep going back to on there, a video on demand class yeah. that I keep listening because like the, the it has like an online forum too where you can message the professor and he'll come back uh-huh. and answer you and be like, hey, this didn't turn out this way. What's your idea? You know oh, what I nice. mean? And he'll be like, you check feedback. the dough temperature all the time. I don't know. I didn't do that. You know, like, you know, so because sourdough is one of those things that people will get frustrated with. Like, mm-hmm. what did I do wrong? I don't right. know. Have you ever watched the Try Guys? No. Uh-uh. Oh my gosh, you would love the Try Guys. Yeah. Like, there's an episode where they try to make their own sourdough, and they're oh, just like okay. ripping their hair out about right. it. You know. Oh wow. So, um, but there's there's even like Facebook support groups for like sourdough oh, wow. for sourdough. makers. Oh wow. You know, like Perfect Sourdough is one of them. Uh, yeah, but the online sources and YouTube classes. Uh-huh. I've really found helpful. And then, nice. you know, Britta. Like, we've okay, bounced yeah. ideas uh-huh. back and forth. Cool. Constantly. Excellent. Like, have you tried this? I'm going to try this fermentation method. You know, like, okay. what, what do you think I'm doing wrong? Okay. You know, like. Yeah. So even just go and ask a baker you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Sourdough's different. Not every baker does it, you uh-huh. know. Right. So, I mean, find somebody who does, uh-huh. you know. Nice. And Very people nice. are pretty open about talking about food. Yeah. 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 <laughs> or trying it out. You know, yeah. like if you want to get in good with your neighbors, start baking bread. Start baking bread. I did have you one know? neighbor who was like, no. Like I, can't, oh, I, was, really? I was going by through the neighborhood and like delivering loaves. And uh-huh. I think they were probably gluten intolerant or something oh, like that. Probably. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. most people that are gluten intolerant can handle sourdough because of the fermentation process. What happens in the proofing kind of mitigates that. Okay. That um, I didn't know that. Yeah. So nice. it, a lot of people that are sensitive can handle it. If you're full-blown celiac, though, I wouldn't no, yeah. suggest it. Yeah. Right, you get right. more new nutrients from sourdough because um, it it allows you to do that. I actually wrote a little thing up, okay? So basically you get increased flavor from natural fermentation, Uh which is the natural yeast. The body absorbs more nutrients from sourdough due to lactic acid, okay? So that lactic acid will will neutralize the level of what they call phylates, and I hope I am not murdering that. (laughs) Phylates bond to minerals, making nutrients hard to absorb. Sourdough mitigates that. So you're going to get more calcium, magnesium, and iron from your sourdough. Nice. You know, so like did a little research ahead of time. Tasty and healthy. Yes. Cool. Very cool. Oh, well, uh, Boy, <sighs> I know, you know it's a lot of information. It's, it's too bad we can't. It's too bad that there's not a lot of uh, in-person fundraising going on, things like that. Yeah, you know? I, I want to go and just taste a bunch of the different breads. You know. Like, yeah, I know. I yeah, wish I could do that. You that'd know, be super cool. At some point, I might be like, once things calm down, doing the Good View Market or something like that. Like, I want Britta oh, to yeah. have the Winona Farmers Market, uh-huh. and she's like, why don't you take the Good View one? Oh, cool. You know, since. You can register a state of Minnesota and do that sure. whole thing. Yeah. You yeah. know, but right now I feel like we're two women supporting each other mm-hmm. and we yep. still would be doing with that. I go in there right, and I help right. her out and I learn a lot. We have a great friendship, nice. you know. That is awesome. So thanks. Cool. Bake bread, make friends, eat. Yes. And if you can't what get a loaf want? from me because I'm doing this thing, mm-hmm. get one from her. Right. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Awesome. Well, Terry, it was fantastic to see you today and talk on the air. Oh, my God. Ah. I love this. Yeah, I do, Um, too. Terry Tenseth, former uh, KQL person, sorcerer extraordinaire. (laughs) Audio sorcerer, right? Or sorceress, whatever you prefer. Of the microphone. You (laughs) You missed the voice. No, that's right. Insanity. <laughs> oh, well, thanks so much for joining thanks. us today. Uh, we're talking about the mother loaf. Go to themotherloaf.com for more information on Terry and her bread. 
And uh, yeah, for a good cause, need to feed, uh, love it. Winona Volunteer Services, supporting that. Um, Terry, you do a great job. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming in. Appreciate it. It was a pleasure seeing you. Same to you. Thanks again to Terry Tenseth for joining us today on Culture Click. More information on The Mother Loaf can be found at themotherloaf.com. To keep up on all things Winona and the surrounding area, tune into Culture Click Thursdays at 1230 right here on 89.5 KQAL. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've just heard from Terry Tenseth on Culture Click. Creating cultural awareness and understanding. You've been listening to Culture Click. Support for Culture Click is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Culture Click is produced by KQALFM on the campus of Winona State University. For more information, look us up on the web at kqal.org. And thanks for listening to Culture Click.